What's up, everybody? It is JY. We are here with the Chris Wormley and Friends show on the Steelers Crazy Podcast, a sick media production partnered with Yinzer Crazy. I'm here with Mike, and man, a short week. We have the Browns, so we're gonna, you know, we're not gonna keep Worm too long. Want him to get a good night's sleep, but uh, let's get to it, man. Toledo zone, Michigan zone, and Pittsburgh zone now. The Chris Wormley and French show. Sammy, roll that thing. So I guess uh, let's get to it. Obviously, it was a tough week, and uh, well, let, let's bring Mr. Worm in himself. What's up, Chris? Fresh to death. Good. I'm back off the IR. I was doubtful. I was here. I just wasn't able to uh, show myself. But we're back. Uh, bounce back week. Short week um, for both of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Really. Um, obviously it was a tough loss. We have to talk about it a little bit. 17, 14, um, just, you know, locker room feel what, what went, what went wrong on the field? Yeah. I think when you look at the game and you watch it, you know, I've watched it two or three times now. And when you look at it, really, it's, it comes down to those weighty moments, um, that, you know, Mike T really talks about a lot. Um, you know, we, we got a turnover with Minka, which I think put us in a good position earlier in the game after our offense had just given up a pick. Um, and, and then, you know, we had that muff punt that really, I think, set us back a little bit. Um, and then on the defensive side of the ball, when you look at it, they were just allowed to – we, we allowed them to convert on those third downs when, when we knew that we had to stop them. Um, and then those kind of that last two-minute push, uh, we really had to stop them to, you know, make them kick a field goal. They, um, they, they ran out the clock. And then when they, when they take a knee, that's never a good sign for, for the defense and for your team. So – um, we look at it just a, maybe two or three plays here and there that that really got us. And, um, you know, in, in the NFL, that's kind of how it goes. You know, one play here, one play there really can define uh, a game. Yeah, definitely. So on the other side of the ball, um, I know you're close, uh, close with quarterback Mitch Trubisky. Just talk about the level of confidence that the team has in him and that he has in himself. Yeah, I think Mitch is an incredibly confident guy. Um He's been a top guy in the league, and he's been a top top player in college and in high school his whole life. So, the confidence that he has, I think, is unwavering. And uh, I think we, as a team, look 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 for that in a, in a quarterback and someone to, to lead the offense. Um, and, and as teammates, we we know what Mitch can do. We've seen him in the league, you know, the past five years. We know what he what he did in camp, and he had a really good camp for us. Um, and look, it's early in the season. Um, I know Steelers fans are, are are crazy when it comes to their yeah. to their sports, especially football. Um, and, and they're, they're quick to, to have a reaction, but, um, you know, I think, I think the mood in the, in the locker room is, is we're, 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 we're patient. We're, we're, uh, looking to obviously win games, obviously losing is unacceptable. Um, but it, we're also not going to put all that blame on Mitch. Mitch isn't the one that is, you know, making plays on defense and special teams. And, and, uh, we also have to make plays on all three phases of the game. So, um, some of that criticism that Mitch has been taking this week, um, 
you know, he might be one of the guys that, you know, takes that criticism and, and uh, really uses that to his advantage. And, and I think that's what we're looking for. Yeah, definitely. So obviously again, it was a tough loss and uh, even though everyone else lost in AFC North, so you guys are actually in first place right now. So kind of, if we're going to be optimistic a little bit, I think that it wasn't that bad of a day after watching the other games. So what was Mike's Tom Tomlin's message like, you know, post game? Obviously, it's early in the season, you know, short week as it is um, just moving forward. What was the mood and just kind of, you know, saying the standard is the standard? Yeah, obviously, like I said, we don't want to lose a game. Um, but when you look for the rest of the day and the other AFC North Division teams uh, lose, you kind of feel a little better, maybe. And also with with it being a short week, um, you don't really have time to dwell on what happened or, you know, what went what went wrong in that Patriots game? Um, you know, we're looking to to right some wrongs and and stay atop of that AFC North division with with a big win Thursday night. Yeah, Warm, you talk about highs and lows, man. We went through 17 weeks of this last season, so you know you know how it goes. We're gonna we're gonna be here. We're gonna be there. That's the nature of the National Football League, and that's the joy of all of this. Let's transition. You guys are playing a, a team that Jordan just referenced, the Cleveland Browns. I think you're quite familiar. With them by now, you've been in the AFC North for uh, for a little bit uh, now. Obviously, this is a game that is important. Coach Tomlin stresses every game, naturally, as you should, but AFC North games, they're different, man. They hold a little bit of a different vibe. First and foremost, we talked a little bit off air. <laughs> you, guys, you guys play Sunday, and then you jump into Thursday a couple days later. What is the what's the process like expediting that? What has kind of the preparation been like this week? Yeah, so um, we had we had a day off yesterday, which was nice just to kind of hit the reset button, watch film on your own, you know, critique yourself. Uh, came in today, had a really good productive day of game planning, um, but co- really combining two days into one, um, and it's going to be kind of that same mode tomorrow when it comes to game planning and practice. And then we hit the road on on some charter buses up to Cleveland and. Um, uh, it being a night game on Thursday gives us that extra, you know, seven to eight hours to to hit the you know final touches on on a short week. And if there's anything that needs to be done between you know 10 a.m. and, and 5 p.m. before the game starts, um, we're we're able to make those adjustments. So it really gives us you know an, an extra day, uh, if you will, uh, before the game on Thursday to to make sure that you know we dot our eyes and cross our T's for for what is a really big game um, really early in the season. What is it like riding that bus and bring you back to high school, college a little bit? Kind of fun? Yeah, definitely high school. You know, the, the mood uh, on the way to the game is always, you know, pretty light. You know, we're, you know, we're trying to stay light, stay, you know, focused on the game, obviously, but still try to uh, not think about the two-hour bus ride that we have. Um, but after the game, you know, when we win, uh, it's, always, it's always a great feeling. You know, it's a little more relaxed. Everyone's having a good time. We're walking around. Um, and we know that, you know, we just, we just beat Cleveland and, and have a nice two hour ride back home. Um, that's what it's been in the past, you know, the last two years I've been here and, uh, we're looking to, to do the same on Thursday night. Just picturing you guys like packing your turkey sandwiches and throwing paper airplanes at each other. I think we get Chick-fil-A, which it's, it's a little upgrade from the turkey it's sandwich, better. but it's still, it's still that, uh, you know, blue collar hard hat mentality when you're taking buses instead of flying in the nice planes. I can't complain about that whatsoever. What's your Chick-fil-A go-to sauce? I got to ask. Uh, just the Chick-fil-A sauce, honestly. Uh, yeah, me too. That or, or the Polynesian. You can't go wrong with either of those two. And uh, they're they're a staple of Chick-fil-A. So 
little, little side note. Fair enough. We're getting all the important questions out of the way. No doubt. <laughs> so want to bring something up. It's a strange transition after talking about Polynesian sauce. Um, you guys are underdogs. You guys are five-point dogs heading to Cleveland. Uh, your buddy Cam Hayward was asked last week prior to the Patriots game, said you get you know you see guys are underdogs he basically said i don't care i don't look at this you know that's for the guys in vegas is it chalkboard material do you guys you know think about that a little bit no not at all i mean that was the first time i heard that we were you know five port underdogs and to be honest with you it doesn't really matter um especially when it's a division game you know most of these games that we play you know we play six of them a year they usually go down to the wire um, and they're they're the most important games of the season. Um, so we're looking to go two and zero in the division, and uh, continue to to stay on top of the North, like I said before. But when it comes to betting and all that stuff, I'll leave that for the for the fans and, and people who are trying to make money off us. Yeah, it hasn't been too good this season, Warren, for myself. So uh... <laughs> all right, so we're gonna transition to our favorite segment, Worm Association. Go ahead, Sammy, roll that thing. All right, so we're just gonna fire them off. Uh, you know how to play the game, Warm. This is your this is your own game. Um, so might and you might see it in Giant Eagle or something soon. You never know. I need mean, um, I need some royalties off that then. Yeah, there you go, Worm's <laughs> pierogies. There you go. <laughs> All right, so uh, we'll start it off. Brian Flores. One more time. Brian Flores. Oh man. Um, love him. Let's see as a coach. It's um, he's been a breath of fresh air for us, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um, and really, when it comes to the run game, um, he's been one of the main guys. Obviously, we have all of our defensive coaches, but he's really been able to put a staple and put his imprint on on how we need to be able to stop the run. And um, I think these first two weeks we kind of showed that, that we've kind of turned that around a little bit. Obviously, bringing Tyson back, him being healthy, um, and Miles Jack. To the, to the mix has been plus as well. Um, but you put a, a, a defensive mind like Brian Flores on the defensive staff, um, only good things can come from that. Yeah, I mean, dude should be a NFL head coach, so to just to have him on the coaching staff is is just awesome. Okay, Absolutely. so I'm not, I don't even like saying this because it's still Heinz Field to me. Oregon Shore mm-hmm. Stadium. I know you tweeted out about it during the preseason, but how, is it, does it still feel like the same i know i know that they, i seen that they brought Hines back but just what are some thoughts that come with a new name yeah it's a little different it doesn't roll off the tongue as well as 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 well as Hines field and it was weird when i walked um into uh into the stadium for for pre-game pre-game warm-up just by myself there were still some Hines, you know signage which i was like, okay the uh the whatever drama or beef there was or whatever you want to call it isn't as bad as people think maybe um but yeah, Acrisure Stadium is 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 still, um, you know, the same same structure, if you will, as as, as Hines was the years before. Um, but yeah, it's it's nice to see Hines still have a little presence in the stadium. It, it makes it feel like home. Yeah, hopefully we can get them ketchup bottles back. I like uh, how I wonder, I wonder where they were at though. I wonder where they're at. We saw them on the highway. Yeah. Right. Someone was I seen someone posted that they were driving to work and the the Heinz thing was on like the back back of a flatbed truck on twenty eight. 
I just hope it's not going to a landfill. I hope some crazy Steeler fan bought it and is yeah, putting it like, up in their backyard somewhere. Spent like $80,000 and just put it in their backyard, <laughs> bought some tarp and yeah. be like, this is Heinz Field, baby. Hey, the Halloween no. decoration. It's a great <laughs> Halloween decoration. Yeah. Or this Christmas. Or Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Good point. Might as well leave it up Red. all year round if you're paying 80 grand. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point, too. Maybe just yeah. live in it. Yeah. All right. Um, we'll move on. Uh, Nick Chubb. I mean, I mean, I've, he's he's more top five back in the league, um, yeah. especially when you put him uh, behind that Cleveland Brown line, who's for the most part have been together for for you know five or six years now. Um, they they really kind of solidified themselves as a top five offensive line as well. And then you can't even say Nick Chubb without without Kareem Hunt. I think they're the best you know two back duo in the league, and um, that's going to be our main focus: the defensive line uh, Thursday night. Yeah, definitely. So uh, another one is an old teammate, Joshua Dobbs. Yeah, hopefully he's not uh, giving all our offensive secrets away. I know. Um, Browns but, are sneaky, uh, yeah. man. They seem to do that. They yeah. seem to, to get – I know a few other players that uh, – former quarterbacks that went there for a few years. So still yeah, hasn't worked. Yeah, no, Dobbs is probably the smartest guy in the league. You know, he's Rocket a, scientist. A rocket aerospace engineering degree. He plays chess like a wizard and uh, – He's he's one hell of a quarterback too, especially talk about his athletic uh, abilities and his uh, ability to to run and pass the ball. Um, it definitely is a th- threat that we uh, we got to be you know careful of on Thursday night. Definitely, and one more before I turn it over to Mike, the AFC North. I think it's going to be one of the you know toughest league toughest divisions in in all of football. Um, I know the AFC West has those teams out there that are that are looking good and the, and the NFC uh, West as well. And even the AFC um, East is looking good too this year. But I think when you look at the weight of our games each week, what it comes down to, um, who we play and and the type of talent that we have in this division, um, you know, you could find a game each week that we're playing when it's a division game and that could be a top, a top game in the league each week. So um, I think we have the best division in football and, and it's going to be a fun game on Thursday night for everyone to see. If you have Amazon Prime, oh, that'd, that'd make everybody over sixty years old a little angry. Yeah, yeah. but maybe they're I'm not, not watching on YouTube. My uh, my grandma was in town this past weekend, and she was she let me she, she let me know about the whole Amazon Prime thing and and not being able to watch the game Thursday. So um, it's we'll intimidating, it but it's not that difficult. <laughs> no, but it, no, I get she, the intimidation factor. Yeah, she figured out the digital uh, tickets this weekend, so I think she can handle most things. So she's 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 go. capable of doing a lot when it comes to the tech world. Next thing you know, she's going to have Disney Plus, Paramount Plus. Oh. She's going to be every, all <laughs> all of those, man. You're going to be taking yeah. her Hulu password. Yeah, uh, yeah. No free advertising. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of. Um, just really, really good things in the community. I want to talk about this package that they rolled on CBS. I'm not sure if if you saw this on Sunday. You probably have heard about it. Obviously, you didn't see it. You weren't watching the game. Anyway, you had a great community venture last week. You were helping out the education partnership, fulfilling some Pittsburgh school district with some school supplies. We've got a great picture of you here that we threw up. Tell us about why that's so important to you. Yeah, so this is my second year um, partnering with the Education Partnership and my second year going back to uh, Mifflin Elementary. It's a K through eight school, and um, I got to give every single student in that in that um, school school supplies for the year. And 
I mean, th- I think education is one of the most important things in this country and in, in what you want to do in your life. It allows you to, to explore a lot of things and how can you learn and how can you be the best student you can be without, you know, just basic essential school supplies. And, um, it, to me, it doesn't seem like a big thing, but when you see the kids faces and you see the teachers come up to you afterwards and just thank you for, for taking, it was honestly, it was, it was something that, um, you know, I look back on it just, you know, it was last week or whatever, and I did it the year before, but um, it's really cool to see the responses and the kids, they, every single kid in the school wrote me a thank you letter, colored me a little football, like a little um, uh, football, like just piece of paper and said, thank you, Mr. Wormley, which kind of made me feel old. But um, <laughs> when, uh, when you get to see things like that and you see how appreciative everyone in that school is, um, it, 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 it was, it's all worth it. And it's, it's super cool to be a part of something like that. And um uh, it, a lot of the, a lot of thanks goes out to the education partnership as well for for putting it on and 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 for helping out. It's it's an amazing organization that they that they have going on, and um, I think they said they're they're servicing like sixty three thousand Pittsburgh students this year when it comes to school supplies and things like that. So it's um, it's amazing work that they do. Absolutely incredible stuff from our guy Chris Wormley. You're watching the Chris Wormley and Friends Show here. Make sure to check us out on YouTube, the Sick Podcast, Steelers Crazy. Twitter at Sick Pod Steelers at Yenzer Crazy Show. And of course, make sure you follow Big Worm. You can find him on all of those platforms. We're tagging him, tweeting at him. Uh, we'll hit you guys with some awesome quotes as well from this episode this week prior to the Steelers facing the Browns. Hey, let's continue with this giveaway theme. We want you on this, Worm, just for fun because Ooh. you know what? I, I saw you retweeted it. This is a big part of our show moving forward. Love keeping yeah. fans happy as well. And we got your boy. We got Tyson Alualu. We got an awesome signed photo from him, Jordan. We're giving it away to a lucky fan tonight. Mm-hmm. Might make somebody's day. So I'm going to go ahead and announce that right now. Let's do the it. The winner of the Tyson Alualu autographed photo. Yeah, drum roll. I was just going to ask for it. Look at you. Way ahead of me. He was right. How, how long should we draw it out? Like an American Idol winner right here? Like yeah, I'll, I'll get the Jeopardy. Sammy, cue the Jeopardy music. We're, we got to make sure Worm doesn't get injured. He's going to be down. Yeah, down. I'm falling down with arthritis. All right, the winner is Michelle at Math Girl. I love picking that handle because it reminded me a little bit of maybe she's a school teacher. Definitely has some some uh, you know roots to her in education system. So Michelle, it says Congrats. tech nerd on her profile as well. Maybe a friend of Josh Dobbs. Who knows. You have won at Math Girl. We'll tag you after this. Hopefully, you're watching this show. Congratulations. We'll send that Tyson Alulu autograph out to you. Worm, you can't beat that. What a great ending. No, it's awesome. Big uh, big Tyson, you know, look, happy to have him back this year after missing most of the season last year. And shout out to the tech nerd for uh, for winning the photo. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Hey, one more thing I had to say is that you said last year I was I was letting you guys talk is that it's always better winning in Ohio. I think you said that. No to- doubt. Yeah, I I I was zero and three I think in in college. So oh. being able to win no matter where in Ohio is always a is always a great thing. And we you know our first game against Cincinnati we beat them so that was a, a sweet feeling and looking forward to doing that again on Thursday. So it's going to be a fun time on Thursday night. I just Absolutely. learned something from our friend Brooke Pryor saw her reporting this was really interesting to me and i, I don't know if i'm going to get it 100 right but i think she said mitch trubisky's first ever high school game that he played was in the stadium first energy stadium that you guys are heading to on thursday 
pretty sure. Don't quote me, but it was something along those lines. So really cool stuff. Hopefully he can channel some of that success he had in high school. And hopefully you all stay healthy and get a victory. Either way, we'll see you next Tuesday. Can't wait for that. Thanks, as always, for joining us on the Chris Wormley and Friends Show. Always a good time, Chris. Good luck. Enjoy that bus ride and that trip later. Yeah, no doubt. Thanks, fellas. Appreciate you guys today. See you next week. Be safe. Yeah, man. Just, again, an awesome guy talking Steelers football. It doesn't get any better than this. And just remember, if you are watching on YouTube or Facebook, comment sick. If you are listening on audio, please leave a five-star review and write sick. And just remember, everything we do, it's going to be sick. And it's a good sick. You're not going to be over the trash can. You're going to be celebrating. People are probably sick watching me today, man. I was playing with my hair. It's way too long. I need a haircut. Making weird face motions on and off the screen. Look at you, man. You need a haircut, too. The barbers, man, they might be hurting out there. I don't know what it is. It's most my brother. People, it's time for Jake. Throw it out in the wintertime, but we still got some sun. Uh, at least I was able to rep the early bird gets some T-shirt over here. But next time, man, I got to do a better job of my hair. Yeah, definitely. And like I said, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> you killed me low-key there. <laughs> I was trying to think of someone that you looked at in, like, in football terms and just Jim Nance came to my head, and I don't know why. So, Sammy, we got to go. But This week's all crazy. The Steelers Crazy Podcast, the sick production. The Chris Wormley and Friends Show, Yinzer Crazy, JY, Mike Nicastro, Pittsburgh Steelers. Play that, Sammy. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast Steelers Crazy on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.